What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Cornelia, back for another episode of Black News, a podcast where we break down current events, hot topics, and local stories involving Black people. Now let's get into it. Angela Bassett did not win, (sighs) y'all. Angela Bassett didn't win. She did not win the Academy Award. She ain't win. Like she did not win. And I say that that get y'all that's all the context we need. That is it. The Academy Awards were this past weekend. And and look, before we even start the narrative, why are we giving these platforms uh, all of this credibility? Before we even hear arguments of of that nature before we even talk about what do the uh, awards give or provide for black people we've already heard many of women of color in the industry say yes while these awards are just awards and we shouldn't put all of our weight behind it it there is still the fact that getting accolades still does get you opportunities and it allows you and the crews, writers, directors, producers, even down to the, the damn key grips, it does give them more credibility and allows them to get other things greenlit or other jobs in the business because they are attached to award winning films, TV, etc. So before we even get into that, it doesn't even help. It actually does help people. It does. It's been stated and it's been proven. So shutting that down up off off rip. Okay. Now, a couple things happened leading up to Angela Bassett not receiving her just due and getting that Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in a movie. One, we're going to take it all the way back to the early 90s. Either it was 93 or 95. I don't remember which year specifically when Angela Bassett was nominated for her role in What's Love Got to Do With It to play the legendary Tina Turner. We thought we thought it was a shoe win. Okay. We thought it was a shoe win. She did not win. She lost to Holly Hunter for her role in The Piano. Now, I don't be going back and watching the piano. I don't know nobody who be going back and watching the piano. Do you be going back to watch the piano? I know what I do be going back to watch. What's love got to do with it? One of the most iconic performances was by Angela Bassett. And shout out to Lawrence Fishburne because he should have got his just due. Because that man played the S-H-I-T out of Ike Turner. To the point where we hated Lawrence Fishburne just as much as we hated Danny Glover for what he did with with the role of Mr. in the color purple. But whatever. The black community did not heal. We have not healed. We've learned to live in that space of of not being content. Uh, We were in discontentment. But over the years, we always known. You know what? Y'all wrong. Y'all should have gave Angela Bassett her Oscars. But this time around, we as the community felt like, oh, it's it's time. Her role as uh, the queen, Queen Ramonda and Wakanda forever 
specifically when she cast Okoye out, um, the famous monologue, my whole family is gone. We thought she was going to win this. But there were other great performances within that category this year for Best Supporting Actress. Um, there, the entire damn cast, it felt like, for everything, everywhere, all at once was nominated, um, including the person who won, which was Jamie Lee Curtis. We'll get to that in a second. But leading up to this, I told y'all a few things happened. One of the biggest things to me was, um, first... Their award shows start to prepare you for who's going to win it. And in in years past, people started to make predictions. If you win, they say the SAG award, you have a good chance of taking home the Academy Award. Now, the SAG award is by your peers. I'm a member of SAG-AFTRA. And as a, a member of the Actors Union, this is your peers voting on your peers. A lot of the other award shows, people feel like it's industry voting, it's critics, there's different people. But SAG is people, your, your crew, your dogs, the people you work with every day from actors and movies, blockbusters, all the way to somebody who just booked the McDonald's commercial that we vote. Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAG award. So once that happened, people were like, oh, okay, they preparing us for what's about to come. We don't think Angela's going to get it. Okay. Then there was an article released and I forget which publication. It was one of those anonymous letters submitted to a news outlet from an Academy voter who pretty much said without saying these exact words, I am a bigot. I do not like black people and I didn't even watch and I'm not going to vote. He talked down on uh, Gina Prince Bythewood, who is is an icon. Okay. Most recently directed the woman King said like uh, things like Viola Davis. She got enough. Um, And just the undertone of the whole article felt like, Oh, This is those old Academy voters that they're talking about. So backstory, the the thing about um, awards and different entities, there's voters and members. And I don't know the specific stats within the Academy voters, but I think I heard something where it says like a large majority of the voters aren't even actually working actors because that's the thing. Once you get into a membership, into a union, into a guild, As long as you keep paying your dues, you are still an active voter. You don't have to actually be working. You just pay your dues. So people were saying a large chunk of the membership body are these, this old Hollywood, these residual voters who again, don't, they're not diverse. They do not have a diverse mindset. They don't watch diverse movies and ain't going to watch. And while there are a lot of efforts to diversify membership specifically with the um when it comes to the academy awards because the number of voters who are not diverse are is so big it don't matter how many diverse new members you tack on each year in the new class it's still not enough to cover the cost You still can't work fast enough or recruit um, hard enough or get enough members in there to split the difference. So therefore, for a, a pretty much a long time, there's going to be this huge discrepancy. Another point, you cannot force people to watch before they vote. 
that anonymous voter and member who mentioned that all of the racist stuff that was being straight bigot and all up and through that article then tagged on about the woman king that he didn't even watch the woman king after he said it wasn't good it wasn't a good performance and it, it shouldn't win you cannot there's no way to mandate that people are watching i always give this example and i'm gonna give it one more time it's not it's related to the sag award voting process i was having a conversation years ago and I think I probably said this recently. I'm sorry if I keep beating a dead horse, but I need to keep giving this example. It was years ago. Idris Elba was nominated for Beast of No Nation. I was talking to an old SAG uh, member about all of the movies. They make This person makes a point to watch all of the content. It's a badge of honor. I watch all of the movies. That's, that's the, what they be barking out. When it came to that year, we were talking about who we thought should win. And I said Idris Elba and they said someone else. Then I asked, how did you come to that conclusion? Idris Elba is clearly the front runner. And they said they did not watch. And I said, why not? And they said they did not want to watch because they didn't want to one feel bad or they just didn't want to like feel funny or deal with it. Beast of No Nation, and you hear a lot of people say that, especially non-black Americans when it's around like slavery, because people have that residual guilt um, about being blamed for something that they specifically didn't do. Maybe their ancestors did or somebody that's adjacent to them, or they had no problem with the level of brutality because it didn't happen day to day to their people. Beast of No Nation didn't even take place in the United States. It was somewhere, it was in one of the countries in Africa. But even that was too much for them to handle uh, to the point where they didn't even want to watch the film. I say that to say best, the best, whoever it's likely that they just not going to win. If you are not finding a way to mandate that everybody watch the content and that's literally impossible. And I say that as a voter of a, again, an organization they send you everything. You get all of the shows that are nominated in every category. You get all of the movies. You get like three, four weeks to watch. You cannot watch 50 something pieces of content in that long. It took me a whole week and a half to two weeks to watch the last season of Better Call Saul. So I'm supposed to watch that and everything else. You 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 can't do it. So there's no way to get around that, but we, every year, I think if we lead in knowing that and knowing and really knowing the politics, cause we feel like we know the politics, but people don't really know the back end of it. I think we'll do a lot to manage our anger and disappointment. We still going to be mad, but some, sometimes when you know that, when you know how the game work, you know how to play the game differently or when you play the game, if you lose, you know, it's a possibility I lost, but I really didn't lose because I was killing y'all asses. I was out here performing my ass off. And for Angela Bassett, she, she, she earned that, uh, that award that she, I think she should have gotten. Now people, once they announced the who won, Jamie Lee Curtis won, the, of course the cameras were on each of the nominees and it caught all of their reactions. Angela Bassett did not, she, she had this, this, a very disappointed face. Our, our, our auntie, sis, big sister, queen mother looked very disappointed, rightfully so. But then on the internet, this late last night of this morning, 
people seemed to be upset that she wasn't more gracious and grateful and excited or pleasant that the award went to Jamie Lee Curtis. Now, let's say this. Don't nobody got to put on for y'all. If I'm pissed off and if y'all pranced to me around this whole awards process and had me kikiing up at the luncheon and taking the dang pictures for Vanity Fair and had me bopping around town because it is actually a campaign. You don't get nominated and just got to phone and get to phone it in. You got to go to all the events, do all the press, all the photo shoots, all of the luncheons. You got to do all the key keying. Your whole team got to be up in everybody's face. So after all of that happened, you're not about to be expecting me to not be disappointed, especially after I should have got it for what's love got to do with it. Let me just say that. Okay. Let me, let me just say that. So literally people was on Twitter fighting and I mean fighting on Twitter to defend Angela Bassett for having a human reaction. Meanwhile, there were other women who the camera was on within that category that had the same or similar reaction and nobody said anything to them. Stop policing black women's behavior. We ain't got to do shit for y'all. We do not have to be gracious. And that stems from this idea that black women should be appreciative and we should be thankful and lucky that we were even invited to the ceremony included. So we have to be graceful, graceful and, and gracious in the face of adversity and disappointment. No, we don't. Shut up. And with that, the the then reaction from everybody. So Michael B. Jordan and Jonathan Majors were on stage at the Oscars, walked out a little bit after to present the award for best cinematography. And as soon as they walked out together, unprompted, unscripted, Michael B. Jordan says, hey, auntie, Jonathan Majors says, we love you. And it was very endearing. And it was the one of the blackest moments I've seen. Because y'all, you, y'all know it's cold. Y'all know the code. We black people can communicate without actually communicating. We can look at the head nod or give you some, give you information you need. And in this case, it was a term of endearment to say, Angela, I love you. We respect you. We got you. And we know what's up. Hey, auntie, we love you. Fantastic moment, given given the circumstances. Then again, people were on social media all night, dang near boxing in the name of Angela, which I love and respect because if one thing we going to do is we going, we going to jump, we going to jump in. But on the flip side, unfortunately, Jamie Lee Curtis online getting cooked. Now I like me some Jamie Curtis, Jamie Lee Curtis. I fool with Jamie Lee Curtis. Okay. She's from the legendary Curtis family. I do not care about nepotism because if I had a child, guess what? They're going to get all of the opportunities. So I do not care about that, but it's unfortunate that Jamie Lee Curtis and it probably not hitting her. Cause she ain't, she don't know black Twitter. She probably don't even, she probably don't even know what's going on, but it's just sad that because of the slight towards Angela Bassett, it is now basically making Jamie Lee Curtis look crazy. And let me say this. I saw everything everywhere all at once. I also saw Wakanda forever. If anybody from everything everywhere all at once should have won, 
it should have been the other supporting actress, Stephanie, Stephanie Hsu. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. She was the person who played Michelle Yeoh's daughter in the movie. She actually did better than Jamie Lee Curtis. So if anybody should have won over Angela, I thought it was at least going to be or should have been her. But again, we talk about voters. A lot of them old Hollywood cats is is it was is in that in that voters pool and guess who they dog is jamie lee curtis anywho that's just me speculating now a couple other points before we wrap up this topic michelle yo is only the second actress that is not white that has won the best lead actress in a movie academy award the only other person of color who has won that award has been Halle Berry for Monsters Ball. In the 95 year history of the Academy Awards, there have only been two. Ruth Carter, Hamptonian, Hampton University alum. Okay. Shout out to Hampton University, home by the sea. Ruth Carter is the only black woman to win two Academy Awards. I'm going to say it one more time. She is the only black woman to win two Academy Awards in 95 years. These stats are terrible. Ain't no sugarcoating. Ain't no bullshitting around. These are terrible. You telling me in 95 years, ain't no black woman ever had a great performance? You telling me in 95 years, ain't no black woman ever, ain't, ain't never had an opportunity to, to do good? To the point, the lead actress... That, that there was only two winners? You trying to, that's what you telling me? But then this goes back to the voting demographic with viewpoints like the person who did that anonymous letter in that article. This is going to continue to be a trend because they're not watching our performance. The Woman King was completely shut out. And I'm not throwing the Woman King in there like it should have, should have, could have, would have. I thought it was a fantastic movie and it should have been nominated in a bunch of different categories. But... They not watching, period. So again, these stats are pathetic. Not sure what to be done. That's their job. I'm not a, a member of the uh, of the academy, so I do not know. But when I get up in that thing, I know what I'm going to be doing. Anyway, on moving on. The after party was after party. The pictures on the internet were picturing. Megan the Stallion, we saw Megan the Stallion. We have gotten a Megan the Stallion sighting. And honey, sis was looking good, okay? Snatched hair, flourishing, skin on point, nails done. I'm happy she's doing good. I want her to be at her best. So if she got to get back off social media, she need to get back off social media because after the way people was uh, treating her because of that whole Tory Lane situation, pathetic. She looked great. Another thing that got at the internet going crazy, Tim's, the R&B artist, singer, uh, writer, was at the uh, Academy Awards with a beautiful white dress on, but the back of it was like a fan. So it was blocking everybody view behind her. And so people were saying she's rude and, you know, go queen. We need to take up space so much. But it was a lot of chatter about Tim's. Jimmy Kimmel hosted and had a lot of Will Smith jokes that was seemed to be the running gag throughout the entire time, which is real interesting because for a crowd of people who said they were terrified about what happened, they sure wasn't scared of laughing about it and making it and thinking it was funny that he slapped somebody. So that's, that was real interesting. Rihanna performed, did a great job. 
pregnancy uh, looks very good on her. She performed Lift Me Up from the Wakanda Forever soundtrack and sounded good. Sis was up there killing it. And people are also up in arms about Sierra's after party uh, dress, the Vanity Fair after party. She had a sheer number on with a, with the thong, like a G-string on, was accompanied by her husband. But now people were saying, she disrespectful, Russell looked miserable, he shouldn't have never did this, future would never. Y'all really be acting like people husband don't got no say, no opinion, and they just out here simping. Y'all, I'm pretty sure if Russell Wilson had a problem with it, he probably would have said something. And Sierra probably would have asked because she looks like a considerate woman. Okay. Overall, the Oscars seemed like it was um, an event to be at. Having attended award shows, I can't necessarily say stuff seemed fun because it's a TV taping and some of that don't be a good time. So it seemed like it was a, a, a eventful night. And, uh, yeah, a lot happened and a lot didn't happen. So what were your thoughts about the overall show? Did y'all watch? Did y'all just wait for updates on social media? Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook with your thoughts. So I want to bring this particular topic up on black news because it went viral in a couple weeks ago i think i talked about how it seemed like everybody just get online to be mad everybody pissed off and fussing about something well in this case now they're mad at a black therapist because she got on twitter and said that she is no longer seeing male clients and then that turned into them doxing her threatening her trying to get her license taken giving her bad reviews and so on and so on so bringing it up here just to start a discussion get thoughts and just mention it because this i feel like everybody been talking about this even if you logged on to any site it's on there okay the black therapist went on twitter and made a tweet and said i'm no longer accepting male clients they get in my email inbox and want me to prove why they should choose me as a therapist no schedule consultations or nothing to see if we're a good fit i'm not the one or the two to prove my worth to anyone we would not work well together because you already trying me and i'm not above going off on nobody if you try me before the therapeutic relationship starts i know you out here being a menace to folks and that's going to activate my nervous system so no it's a wrap she goes on to say it's the folks tone policing me. I tweet like I talk. I talk this way in therapy with my clients. That's the whole point of being a black therapist. So black folks can be themselves. Ain't no code switching over here. Now, let me read the first tweet again. I'm no longer accepting male clients. Male. Somehow that turned into she discriminated against black men. <laughs> She said all oh, men, if that's going to, she hit the, she hit y'all with the all lives matter. Okay. She hit y'all with the all. Now, let me add, because I go to therapy and when I was looking for a therapist, I scrolled through a lot of different options and I'm not a therapist, so I don't know what it is on the back end, but I'm just going off of what I've read and heard and researched myself. Therapists are encouraged to specifically state the target demographic that they want to work with. This woman, if you go to her page and all of her platforms, she specifically works with black women for different reasons. She don't work with families. She don't work with children. She don't work with couples or men. She worked with women. When I was looking for my therapist, you know what a lot of them said? Work with women. 
You know what some others said? Work with families, couples, children. They specifically say who they should and should not work, who should who they will and will not work with. So that is not uncommon. So in this, I don't know how that turned into. She's saying that she's not working with male clients because of behavior that is triggering to her. And then that turns into people then presenting the same behavior that she said was triggering to her, justifying why she don't work with them. Y'all leave people alone. Now people could say she should have left men alone. She shouldn't have said that, that, okay. Point taken. However, somebody saying they don't want to work in that space. That mean you threaten to kill somebody like that just does not make sense. We got to do better as a people guys. People also gave the example of what if she got on and with the tables were turned and she said, and it was a white therapist that said, I'm not working with black people. What would y'all say? <laughs> and in this sense, I will say that argument isn't apples to apples because she did not say she's not working with black men. So if a woman got on and says she's not working with black women or black men, that'll be different because she had attached a race to it. She says she ain't working with all men. She don't want to talk to none of y'all. And let me tell you something. If y'all was harassing and threatening to kill me, y'all wouldn't work with you either. I'm just saying. What y'all think about it? Because I feel bad that they, they going in. And what I really don't like is there are a lot of male therapists who agree with her, but aren't coming to her defense on social media because they don't want to get attacked by the naysayers. So I don't like that. If you go, if you going to be, be on somebody's side, be on their side, but whatever, what y'all think about it? I'm not, I'm no therapist. I just know my therapist takes, she goes, she take black women. So I I don't like I got to do is worry about me. Playboy, okay, all I got to do is worry about me. What y'all think about it? Do y'all think she's justified, not justified? Do y'all think um, this has gotten blown way out of proportion? Or do y'all think she getting what she deserved? Let me know uh, and hit me up with your thoughts on, on, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Cornelia. To recap this week's episode, we talked about the 2023 Academy Awards and Angela Bassett not winning. People get mad about her not winning. The the support that has gathered and rallied around her for that same reason. And then other happenings that took place over the weekend, in particular sightings at the after party and so on. We also had a quick discussion about black therapists and one in particular now being doxxed on social media because she does not want to work with male clients. Hit me up on social media with your thoughts about all of these topics or none. And I'll check back with you guys next time. Same time. That's it for this week's episode of black news y'all. Thanks again. Thank you. And thank you again so much for sticking with us, supporting the podcast, liking and subscribing on all apps where podcasts can be heard, rating five stars and leaving a comment. It helps more than you know. So I really, really appreciate it. And keep sharing black news with all of your friends and family. Be sure to hit me up on social media if you got ideas for topics. Or just hit me up in general to let me know you've been listening. Let me know your thoughts. I'm at Canelia 
on all platforms across the board. That's at Cornelia, like Kenny and Ophelia. Also check my website. I got some shows coming up in a Los Angeles County. Hopefully get on the road soon. But for now, if you're in the LA area, hit me up. Check Cornelia.com for show dates and details. And as always, thanks again so much, guys. I hope you have a fantastic week. Keep supporting, keep growing, keep building, keep staying safe and keep staying healthy. As always, again, I'll see you back here next time. Same time, same place. Bye.